0: You're listening to the 1% Factor Podcast with Coach Shakina, where I talk about how small changes and insights can have the greatest impact over time. Whether it's in life or business, you'll learn principles and strategies that when implemented will help you grow your business and design a lifestyle that's in alignment with who you are and fuels your purpose, passion, and vision. So when's the last time you took dedicated time for yourself? I want you to think about that question. When's the last time you stepped away from your desk or your virtual office and did something that had nothing to do with it? When's the last time you went for a walk? When's the last time you told your family, hey, I need some alone time. I need some me time right now. I'm going to take this time and do nothing or do whatever I want to do that's not related to business. Every time I ask that question, what I normally get is entrepreneurs who can't answer that question or they did it before, but it's inconsistent, right? And so they're working all the time and our brains never shut up and they're thinking about the next thing or the next thing that has to get done um, from either a business or life perspective, right? So every time I ask that question, that's usually what I get. I don't know, or I did this, but it's so infrequent that it doesn't make much of a difference in your life anyway. So I'm going to ask the question again. You know, when's the last time you took dedicated time for yourself? How often do you do that? Do you do it often? Is it part of your daily life, part of your routine? And if not, why not? And why haven't you been taking care of yourself more? And why is it not on your highest priority list? Right? Self care is important for every single person on this planet right but it's especially important for entrepreneurs because as creatives as the creatives that we are we tend to want to be everywhere at once <laughs> we tend to want to create everything and do everything and implement everything and you know we're excited to have this business we're excited on what this business can do for us but our brains never shut up and so when that happens, we're on all of the time, even when we're supposed to be with family or out with friends, or even if we don't even do any of that, we're constantly in idea creation mode, and we don't take enough uh, time or space or energy to kind of not do that. Okay. So your self-care should be the number one thing on your list, on your to-do list. Everybody else at this particular point does not matter. You cannot take care of others if you don't take care of yourself. You cannot take care of your business if you do not take care of yourself. So that's what I'm gonna talk about today. You know, some things that you can do as an entrepreneur to kind of put self-care back into your daily mix or, um, well, yeah, definitely daily mix, but in your mix overall. So first up is about scheduling your downtime, right? So scheduling your downtime, if you are like me, And you don't want to see how crazy my calendar is because I have my calendars filled with lots of client calls and group calls and this and that and all these other things that I have to take care of on a weekly and daily basis. But my coach always told me to schedule my time or make time for myself. It was a little hard at first, but I had to do that (laughs) because it's necessary. So taking a look at your calendar, I want you to be selfish with your time. And this is one of the places where you can be selfish. You get to be selfish. There is no shame in being selfish with your time. Because like I said before, there is nothing more important than taking care of yourself. You can't take care of other people until you take care of yourself. So um, keep that in mind. And it's okay to schedule your time out for yourself. And that may mean um, scheduling an hour or two hours a day just for you to do nothing. There's this one client that I work with now who on Thursdays takes a two-hour break, but Monday through Friday, it's like an hour break, hour and a half break, yeah. So she takes the time out to do absolutely nothing. Her assistant doesn't book meetings during that time, and she doesn't really do much, but it's enough, right? Maybe she goes for a walk, maybe she writes, maybe she reflects or whatever it is, but she takes that time and she goes and does something that has nothing to do with business. And because you're a business owner, you get to schedule. And you have to remember that you get to schedule around your lifestyle and not your work life. Because a lot of times we show up to the work area workspace based off of what it's telling us what to do. But as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, you get to design what that schedule looks like, what that design Of how you design your business, what that actually looks like. You get the schedule around it. So when you're putting things on your calendar, and and I've talked about creating your calendar before, you get to first put down all the other important things, right? Making time for yourself, working around vacations, downtime, or working with your kids, or spending time with your spouse, or whatever that looks like. And then you create your work schedule around that instead of the normal Not the normal crazy way, which is I'm going to have, you know, eight client appointments today. I'm going to have two client appointments in the morning, 14 in the afternoon. I'm going to try to fit in lunch, figure out how I'm going to exercise and whatnot. And it tends to go a little left after that. So asking yourself here, what does downtime actually look like for you? Right. So in the example I just gave, the client who created time during her week to take time for herself what she ended up seeing was that she was more relaxed she was less stressed she was less frustrated because she had more time to think and do the things that was uh important to her so what does downtime look like for you and yes I would recommend doing this on a daily basis is it during and when is it is it during the morning evening afternoon late at night whenever that is, after the kids go to sleep, after you're, you know, everybody in the house is kind of laid down for the night or whatever that looks like. What does it look like? So this is a routine. This is something that you get to create based off of what your needs are, your wants and desires. Next. So I was just talking about routines, but what? you know having your before work and after work routines so with routines consistency routine brings discipline and discipline discipline is the thing that keeps you sane <laughs> during all the chaos so here you're going to have a morning or before work a before work and after work routine so your before work routine prepares you for your day your after work routine closes out your workday. So your your before work routine could look like you getting up in the morning and meditating or reading for a few minutes or listening or watching to motivational videos or audio, um, you journaling, reflecting on your day, maybe even thinking about um, what your day is going to look like. How you plan for your day, what tasks you work on that day, and maybe you take 15 minutes to do that. But if you get into the habit, into the routine of doing certain things in the morning, it becomes this discipline, this habit, this really strong—like yes, um, can't think of the word right now—but this really strong uh, movement where you do it without really thinking about it. You do it because you know you have a set time, a set schedule, or whatever—a habit that gets you in a practice of doing this really important thing. Right? It sets you up for your day. Now, your after-work routine. And this is really important because sometimes we don't we don't detox from our daily day. Um, we don't shut down from work. People who have jobs often bring that home with them. CEOs especially because they're running a business. But the importance is when you want to have a work life balance is that you gotta find you gotta find a balance between the two. So what you do is you have you know, work routines that, um, or after work routines that kind of shuts down your day. So maybe your work after work routine could look like, you know, um, reviewing what needs to be done for tomorrow. It could be shutting down all your notifications, your social media notifications, or, um, journaling, writing, meditating, whatever, maybe taking a few minutes to um, have a cup of tea or whatever it is exercise for a little bit but your routine is going to help you separate your help your mind separate what you have to do for work and what you get to do you know after around work for family for yourself for whatever so i'm going to encourage you to create your your before work and your after work routines i know some people have you know before bed routines right so they read for 15 minutes they pray for 15 minutes they read a book for 15 minutes or whatever I'm not saying 15 minutes is the standard but whatever that time frame is and they just do that right so it helps them really detox so all of this self-care is important right so let's talk about another thing that since the pandemic hit that you know a lot of people were uh we're faced with, and we, we had to work from home for a period of time, but here self-care now really is about getting away from your office, whether it's a virtual office, you know, whether you're in your space now, but have you switched up your routine? Get out, get out, go for a walk, go do something, change your environment. When you change your environment, you are you're letting your brain experience everything around you. And it takes in that information, and it kind of stores it for later, and it uses it whenever it needs to. But it's also it also serves for inspiration for any other things. Um, You know, we get to you know experience the fresh air. Depending on what city you're in, (laughs) because here in Philadelphia, it's not so great. But you know, we'll work. That's work in progress. But your when you change your environment, especially if you're you're used to sitting at your desk all day or your computer all day, and you're in the same room, same house, same place, same space, same seats, you know, same whatever. It gets monotonous, and your your brain gets bored with that. We look for safety in, you know, habits, but sometimes we need to step out of that and change our environment and look for experiences that are really going to help us grow. You know, just a simple walk around your neighborhood, looking, noticing things could mean uh, a difference for you so where can you go from where you live that's perhaps in walking distance that you can do something at right so going for again going for a walk to your nearest cafe or internet cafe or whatever they call it now a days but where can you go what can you do that will get you away from your office away from your desk and not thinking about the work that you have to do so let's talk about exercise and eating healthy because you know that was going to be on the list. Yes, self-care has to include exercising and eating healthy. So you got to have a healthy diet and you got to at least exercise. So this is important. And for so many other reasons, a healthy diet, healthy life, health, exercising is, is just a healthy way of living. Um, a lot of times when we because we now work from home, most of us, a lot of us really work from home. We don't eat as well as we should. We don't exercise or move around a bit or go for a walk or we don't really do anything sometimes. And we're just really comfortable sitting in our own place, sitting still watching Netflix or Hulu or Disney or Stars or HBO Max or whatever that looks like for you. But we're used to just sitting around sometimes. So getting up and walking around is good for your mind because it helps you clear your mind. You know, some writers... When they have a writer's block, they are encouraged to walk around and do other things because in the background, our mind is always working, right? So while they're washing dishes, their mind is thinking about the, a story that they have to write or a character they have to develop or a plot they have to, to change or create. And those experiences I was talking about earlier of going out and just experiencing whatever's around them helps them initiate whatever is going on in the back of their in their subconscious. And they take that information and it manifests itself at some point, but it's all part of doing something different and eating healthy and exercising is is a part of that. While you are sitting at your desk and working your mind and your body, if you, you're eating healthy and you're exercising is in the background working with that. It's like, okay, we feel good. We can use this. Let's use this energy. and do whatever you want to do with it, but it's usually how our body works, right, we're all connected in that particular way, but self-care does include eating healthy and exercising, so how often are you going to exercise, what are you going to do for exercise, for your diet, are you going to meal prep, are you going to um, incorporate more fruits and more or more vegetables, are you going to remove, uh, certain types of foods, dairies or wheat or gluten or whatever that is, what does it look like for you? Next is about cleaning your environment. So this one, this one I'm a big believer in because with a cluttered area is a cluttered mind. I feel that in my bones when I have a dirty desk. (laughs) If I have too many things on my desk, I can't do anything unless the chaos around me is organized. So I am a minimalist at heart. So I like to declutter and organize everything around me. So I wonder how many people (laughs) are like that. But um, for self-care, right? If you are typically a tidy person and you're and you find that your area in your space is cluttered with lots of different things, right? And it's not normally that way. That usually means there's something else going on. And and that needs to be looked into or changed or just kind of figure out what the inner workings are. But, um, if you're able to clean up your area, organize it, um, and op, and you can operate from an area like that. And that's, that is what is, I say safe for you, but is, um, something that helps you move through your day and work and, and whatnot, then clean Deorganize. I mean, de- clean, declutter, and organize your area. Right? Even brilliant people have, and you've heard this before, but brilliant people have like a messy area because they're work, they're working on, or focusing on, or thinking about other things. And if that's you, that's cool. But if it's not, and your area is one of those, um, you're not happy with your areas, or it feels like you're, you're, it's too cluttered, too cramped, too close, too many things to do, and your desk is like crazy looking, you might want to tidy that up and organize it. So I'm not going to tell you how to do that. I'm sure you can figure out how to do that. But if there's an area in your life or your environment area in your environment that is kind of out of sorts or you're tired of looking at it or tired of um, looking at the doing the same thing for an experience time, then it may be time to change it. So I, I know somebody that can help you really help you. Um, organize your area and declutter your life and organize and organize what's most important to you. So if that's of interest to you, be sure to link at or send me a message and we'll we'll link up in that way. But, you know, in saying all of this, right, remember to put yourself first. And so self-care is about putting yourself first. A lot of times we want to take all of our energy, all of our um, resources and pour it into someone else because that's where they need us. But truthfully, typically, if you let adults be adults, let them do them, they will fall into place wherever they fall into place, right? So if you're always the person who's taking your aunt, your adult aunt to, you know, appointments back and forth and she has a car, but she just doesn't want to do it, you know, and you decide one day you're not driving her back and forth because, you know, you're just tired of it. I'm sure she'll figure it out, right? Um, You don't have to be that person that does everything for everybody because a lot of you have this superhero complex where you think you have to help everybody else. And I've been there and I understand that. And I have that from a, on, on time from time to time. But remembering that you are more important, your health and your mind is more important. Once you realize that, Everything else kind of falls in place. You know what to say no to. You know what you're going to work on. You know what you're going to do. You know how you're going to keep everything else maintained. Everything else falls into place. So let's summarize a little bit. So self care for busy entrepreneurs includes scheduling your downtime, having before work and after work routines, getting away from your office, and eating healthy and exercising regularly. So with that, what was one thing that you heard in in today's conversation that you're committed to doing? Was there something that resonated with you that you're going to commit to? So with that... And that wraps up another episode of the 1% Factor Podcast. If you'd like to experience more of this and want to learn how to build a calm, intentional, and impactful business outside of the Hustle Culture Society we live in, go to thefocusceo.co forward slash 1%.